재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Warm up those tweeting fingers or those tweeting thumbs if you're on your smartphone because we want to get you involved in a conversation about what's buzzing in modern Korean culture. We've been looking through the interwebs, finding what people are talking about this week. Actually, our contributors have been doing that. Juhyun Hong and Alex Sigrist are here for another edition of Dive in Korea. Hey, guys. Good morning, guys. Hey, Kurt. How's it going? Going pretty well. I, I have to indulge myself just so briefly. Uh, we're not. We're, we're uh, not going to jump immediately into your stuff. I just want to ask, did you watch that debate this oh week? Oh, my gosh. The big one in the USA? <laughs> that was a It was the final shed. one. You know, we're not, was... not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. Um, but um, <laughs> kind of... Oh sealed the deal in one way or another didn't it pretty much put the nail in the coffin on that one yeah it was i think there were a lot of people hoping that trump had like this closet genius mentality like he's gonna come out, he's gonna finally be the smart one he's mm-hmm. gonna come out and and he just came out shooting blanks yeah none of his none of his jokes worked or none of his I, insults worked nothing yeah. i don't think it was a big surprise that it's a landslide victory i mean people yeah. i think kind of well expected. let's see i mean you never know with the <laughs> you, elections you're not american are you <laughs> <laughs> wait a second here. well a couple, just getting back to the whole theme of social media and buzz and all this a couple of things that trump said really lit up uh twitter and mm-hmm. all those other services he said he called clinton a nasty woman yeah that and was, again um, fell into a trap he, he called uh, the various Mexicans bad hombres. There are some bad hombres out there. Bad pronunciation Why as well. Why does he always, he only has that line. Like, that's the <laughs> only line that he always uh, yeah. uses. Mexicans. And she Mexican zinged him once this, on um, the, Chinese-made steel. The yes. one that, that stung the most for him is he said he wouldn't necessarily accept the results of the re- election. And that's where Republicans even started saying we can't support that. That is the 2,000-pound headline of the day. Yeah. That he did not say, I will follow the tradition of peaceful transition <laughs> I, of power. Before we go on, my favorite line is... Uh, when, when Trump always says, we don't want four more years of Obama, do we? And all the electorates, like, actually, yeah, he would be a great third. That 13. would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not get partisan here, though. We just wanted to uh, kind of touch on that topic briefly. Yeah. Now into the Korea stuff. Uh, where are we going to start? Uh, we're talking about secondhand smoke. I thought, uh, hasn't smoking been more or less eliminated uh, in public spots? Why are we still talking about secondhand smoke? Because uh, you know that Korea has one of the highest population density and we tend Mm. to live in very small apartments Mm. and the problem with secondhand smoke is now it's seeping into other apartment units Uh and that's why people are making a lot of complaints. Apparently it's the number one complaint that they make to the security Mm. office Yes, but they can't do anything about it Mm. because it's not it's not illegal. It's not illegal to smoke in your own apartment. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it's an interesting side effect because uh, in a way, s- cigarette smokers were pushed away from the main streets, which is good. It's fine. Get away from the subway you know, exits so people can walk through without it. But it pushes you to the back alleys, which pushes you right next to apartment complexes. It uh-huh. puts you right where the, you know, if you're a first or second floor uh, apartment dweller, then you might get the effects of that. And that's the problem. Yes, so the Civil Rights Commission and the Ministry of Land, Infrastructure and Transport decided to take things into their own hands and they are planning to amend the House 
housing management law mm. by the end of next year so that they can prevent secondhand smoke from coming into or leaking into other apartments. Amend the law in what way? In other words, make it I think more it, difficult to I smoke think at home? They'll tighten the restrictions. Mm. So whilst this is a good news for non-smokers, smokers are now left to think, well, where else can we possibly go? Do I have to walk or take the t subway to mm -hmm. go and have one cigarette? Where else can I blow clouds of smoke into your face? <laughs> Secondhand smoke, it's the not fun one. You get none of the high, but yeah, all, right? of the, all the disease. It's like, it's, wait a second. I, there's a chicken joint, a <laughs> chimek joint that I go to, and uh, they've got like a little smoker's section in there, yeah. and it looks like a witness box at the Hague. You know, yeah. it's like a clear glass little <laughs> human box about twice the size of an old-fashioned phone booth that, and you see guys go in there and just stand there smoking like they... they that's they, like second, third, fourth-hand smoke. That's just... <laughs> that's just piling well, on. theoretically it's ventilated out so that, we, you know, you, and you don't notice that somebody's smoking until you look over and it's it's almost like mm. a kid in trouble in class. He's standing in the corner, you know, yeah, yeah. smoking his cigarette. It's mm -hmm. just really bad because you know that smoking cigarette packets, the price went up mm. and the government raised the price yes. to enhance the health, but then, like, why not just ban it completely, you know? What like, usually happens with that is that uh, they raise the price and there's mm -hmm. a little dent in the smoker uh, smoke, smoking consumption, yeah. and then smokers get used to it and they say, all right, I'll just pay that. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a study that was done in Australia that, that showed how effective those actually can be, but it's not about the smokers now, it's about the future smokers. So if you're talking about a high school kid that's like, oh, uh, 450 for a pack... That sounds more intimidating than half that price. So, so, so people who haven't smoked yet, but are that's, thinking of right. So it's it's more of a trying. tax on people who smoke. That's how some people say because they can't. It's hard to quit, but it does prevent future smokers in a way. Hmm. It's interesting. So they they long ago banned uh, office smoking, indoor mm. smoking of almost all kinds, even in restaurants and bars, unless they have one of those smoking areas. Then they banned a lot of outdoor public places, like outside government buildings, mm -hmm. outside the Busy subways now, like right? Yep. As yep. Well. And now the last, perhaps the final frontier: your own home. If you mm. live in a, an apartment in a shared building you may not have the privilege of smoking. Yes, but for non-smokers, it's like a valid argument because especially if you have kids as well, you don't want second-hand smoke all over your unit. Neither are you a smokers, right? No. Uh, no, but I do. I am in the second floor and I do get people, when it rains, they come into the garage to smoke. Okay. And it's right under my room. Oh, get yeah. That. So it wafts. It does. Our Twitter handle is at Koreascape if you want to chime in on the conversation. For the moment, we've got some ordinary Koreans who have been tweeting about this, read by our trusty robo readers in our social media elements. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> Then cigarettes should be illegal like drugs and banned. I'm not a smoker, but I find this wrong. Hiking the price for cigarettes and expecting smokers to pay more, only to take away their rights to smoke is self-contradictory. The government should provide a smoking zone and respect smokers' rights. I am so sick of the smell drifting into my apartment. Enough smoking zones should be constructed for apartments and public places, smokers and criminals. As long as the government neglects this issue, the conflict will persist. It's a shame because a little bit of consideration is all we need to resolve the problem.
Drew, you're more familiar with uh, UK regionalisms. What what, that what, what manner I, of accent was that last one? I'm very befound. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just know when they were recording it, someone was like, "Okay, for consideration, we have to make it good." Is it, <laughs> consideration. Is it Irish? I can't tell. I, I don't it, know. It, well, uh, I was a, wondering that myself too, mm. but I think it's more one of the English uh, sort of regionalisms. Right, right. Uh, I, I'm not so conversant in all that stuff, but it's one of the, you know. East London or something yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, somebody will know. Geordie. Geordie <laughs> accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would think there's an easy solution to all this. Uh, switched either quit uh, or... <laughs> that's the easiest yeah, solution. Right, and that's it topic. for the show. Yeah. Uh, or vape. A lot of people switch into vaping. Vaping? What's vaping? You know, vapor cigarettes, e-cigarettes. Ah, yes. right. And they just exude uh, water mist the but that's not strong enough for them. Yeah, it's it's an interesting compromise. I mean, I'm actually I'm in favor of vaping in the sense that like it's I'd rather if if there's people around, it smells better that when someone's vaping as opposed to pulling out and lighting a cigarette. But yeah. I think there's probably a tactile sort of taste experience involved with yeah. uh, they put flavor into the little vape capsules, right. but it's not the same for smokers. I think yeah. as the sort of you know roasty kind of. This is smoke. Yeah. To be honest, I think it should just be banned. Oh. Just take the hard line. Take the, the hard line. Because I really, like personally, I really hate secondhand smoke. So I would cross the street to avoid mm. the secondhand smoke. I guess. But are you going to detail huge yeah. sections of your police force to go and crack down on smoking, yeah. cigarette smuggling so and all is, that? This is a hard one for me too because even though like, I don't necessarily want someone smoking in my face, I'm actually very in favor of... Smoking? smoking being legal yes and that when it, what happened in the u.s is when all those laws were passed it didn't criminalize smoking but it kind of made smokers look like evil people so all of a sudden my friends were saying oh smokers he's such a bad human yeah, being i'm yeah. like wait what no yeah. no he's just he started smoking when he was young and he can't quit but people will look at smokers and and they'll look at them differently and i'm very against ju- this kind of judgmental attitude that comes after the laws are passed this guy's smoking near a street what a actually it is human. kind of double standard in that sense because alcohol is also not <laughs> bad for you but right. people tend to think that cigarettes just because of the photos yeah. that they display on the packet it just True. Looks but you drinking poor. alcohol doesn't make me drunk Whereas true, you smoking, true. you know, uh, I could, I could, I could send you to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, I got a nasty punch there with my soju. I think <laughs> res- respond with technology. Um, yeah, you, okay. like smoke capturing devices, perhaps like a little miniature purifier. There used to be this thing they yeah. sold on TV when I was a kid, the smokeless ashtray, and uh, uh-huh. it was like a little inverted fan in a in a tube and it would suck away all the smoke huh. from your cigarette. Oh, really? And then you could kind of blow yeah. the smoke towards it, and it would. Purify. Is it, it would, commercialized? Well, I have, I've never seen it too often, but if you could mm-hmm. develop that kind of thing as a consumer item and mm. just sort of yeah. capture the smoke. That's uh, a really good there idea. There must be a compromise in there somewhere, right? You know what's uh, what smoking I would not mind, and I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, it's, so uh, you're not from California. Well, you ever it. smoked a, a hookah or a, some people call it a nargila? Yes. It smells Shisha, kind hookah. of different. Shisha also. Yeah. It's yeah. It's well. They they have these. Uh, I guess these little triangles. They almost look like incense. Is what the tobacco mm-hmm. comes in, mm. and they can be like applewood flavored and apple scent. I'm you know. always 
uh, baffled by that. Is that actually cigarettes, but you mix it with some sort of a scent? Uh, the or t- is it- well, the tobacco is in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a cigarette in the sense that some of the chemicals don't go to your, get all the way to your lungs. The first time I saw it was in France. Yeah. I thought everyone was doing like hardcore drugs. And yeah. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it almost makes smoking a little too easy and attractive. Right. Because right. It, uh, it, it kind of slightly purifies it through the water it goes yeah. through the water and takes away some of the heat and takes away some of the edge mm-hmm. and as a result uh, it's incredibly easy to sit there and smoke a ton for like several hours on the, mm-hmm. on the flip side it's expensive so it's not as easy to start it, it's like you said you know it's it's easier for young people like oh it doesn't taste bad but it is expensive but it's just relatively. that that thing that you need to smoke seashell it's just too it's you can't too, really you can't carry really, it uh, carry, you can't really take that outside <laughs> near the subway re- and, yeah. uh, I, mean, uh, I think I'll just let's take Juhin to Hong, yeah, uh, after the show <laughs> Juhin let's go to Hongdae we'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, secondhand smoke that'll put a I guess an end to that uh, conversation we're going to come <laughs> back we're going to talk about more stuff that's got the internet lighting up this week in our dive in Korea segment at Koreascape is our Twitter get involved throw us a comment We'll be back with more Koreascape right after this. Welcome back. We're doing Dive in Korea as we do on Fridays. If you thought we dived deep in the first part, wait till you see this second part. Alex Sigrist is here. Ju Hyun Hong is here. We're going to dive. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to do some flips. We're going to do some crazy stuff. It's kind of cold to take <laughs> <on> <laughs> Okay, That's and right. we want you to dive in with us. This is an ongoing conversation. The three of us will keep talking. There's no problem there. But we'd like to hear what you have to say as well. At Koreascape is our Twitter handle. That's the easiest way to Mm -hmm. just punch right into the conversation with anything that you have to say. And as always, we've picked out some items that have already got the social media landscape lit up with lots of commentary. Uh, Next up, the a major ruling vis-a-vis the military. This is a country mm. with a mandatory mm. military service. Just about every male has to has be to in there go. for about two years, unless they happen to be a conscientious objector. Conscientious Ooh. objector. Uh, and it looks like the court is has been speaking out in favor of very specific uh, conscientious objectors, religious, faith-based conscientious objectors. The court thinks that religious and personal conscience is guaranteed by the constitution, so it cannot be restrained by Mm. criminal punishment. And currently, as you know, Korea has no alternative service available, which has been criticised by the Amnesty International. So for anyone saying that, oh, I'm a conscious, conscientious yeah. It's hard to <laughs> objector. They would be sent to jail if they don't respond uh-huh. to the mm. call up. Yep. Uh, so it is sort of a huge boost for advocates who vow to reform military service. Right so, now. in essence, this is a, an appeals court upholding 
a previous court's refusal to prosecute these yes. two yeah. conscious and they're they're Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. They um, so they they were raised as Jehovah's Witnesses. They have a track record. It's not mm-hmm. like you can suddenly say, "Ah, peace and love." I'm against war. I don't want to go in the military. I don't want to fight. Let me see what happens after two pals of soju, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the court did say in its ruling, right, that um, you have to have a track record. Right. You know, this these guys are obviously the real deal. Mm-hmm. They are truly faith-oriented mm-hmm. objectors. Right. Is yeah. there a non-faith-oriented conscientious objector? Mm. Uh, like, be, if you're from that country that you're fighting against, I guess, would be one thing. Uh, you know, I don't think this has played out yet, yeah, but uh, the military, the, the uh, South Korean military put out kind of a statement uh, urging the court to be careful with these rulings, saying this is going to erode morale. People yeah. are going to look for ways People now. People are going to just try yeah. to evade the call-up. But here's my main question. Isn't there... You, you said there's no alternative. There, You're right. There is no alternative yet. If you don't fit certain physical requirements, you do other types of service. Like I had someone working as yeah. a secretary at our university who was mm. doing his service. So it's not like the... It doesn't sound like it's hard to set up a separate program because they already have it. It's just like now it's only for people who aren't physically fit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the conflict, main conflict, is because people who just go th- to the military to serve hmm. the military, they find it unfair because they go through really hard training, mm. and yes. it's not as if they. And had I think that's what the military people have on their mind. They don't want to set a precedent. They don't want to create this right. whole other uh, kind of softer, gentler uh, ed wing of the military mm-hmm. where people would be of course inclined to go you know what would you rather do you know weapons training and be on the front line or would you rather you know I'd stock candy police mm. and at a documents at, at a yeah. tourist stack documents in Kwangwamun chilling right handing out paper and you know this all is based on the reality that oh about an hour's drive north of us there's a 1.1 million man army Yes. Ready to knock on <laughs> our door anytime, right? That's the whole reason that it became mandatory in the first place because of the threat posed by the North, and that, and we all know that it was it ended the Korean War ended on a ceasefire, not mm-hmm. a peaceful term. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. war can erupt anytime. Sure, as we hear from our friends in Pyongyang all the time <laughs> in their media, uh, this the rule applies to everybody eighteen. To thirty-five, right? Eighteen. Every able-bodied men from eighteen to thirty. So they've got mm-hmm. that window of time. They can choose to serve it a little earlier or a little bit later. And we've had it in the news lately that uh, K- uh, they just had their annual K-pop festival, where you know, because of course K-pop celebrities have to go into the military too, right? Yes. And so they had some of those K-pop guys that were in the military perform for the fans, oh. and uh, everybody got together. There was a big write-up on it in the New York Times, mm-hmm. and uh, y- you know, so nobody. Is exempt. Nobody and no, there's some high profile cases too where right. one celebrity, I think, tried to just before he was supposed to go in the military, he yes. got his U.S. citizenship. Yes, yes, and it has been really highly criticised because yep. people people had a lot of faith in him as well because he always said, "Oh, I will do mandatory services," yeah. and then. At the last moment, he kind of yeah. got the U.S. citizenship. So. And now South Korea doesn't want to let him in. He, right. he wants to come no. back, and he's got his kid. He's for my kid's sake, please let me in. Yeah. And that case is still kind of up in the air. I don't I think th- he's... I think people feel kind of betrayed. Yeah. Oh, so now you want to come back. Now <laughs> that somebody younger can defend you, right? <laughs> his kids? <laughs> I offer my kids as sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Do you think there should be some kind of alternative service for people who truly don't 
feel that uh, their faith will allow them I to think, go to war? I think it's a really difficult question because it is, if they are really Jehovah's Witnesses, then I feel like their rights should be guaranteed in that perspective. Yes. But it's like, how honest, like how much can you believe this person? Yes. It's the matter there, well, of... Well, there's that. Uh, so I think they have to demonstrate a history of, you yeah. know, what if before, you know, my uh, my army physical, I go in and say, gosh, Mr. Recruitment Officer, I, I just converted to Jainism last week. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not allowed to. It was a Tuesday. You know, I stopped by their I, offices. <laughs> it sounded good. So it casual. sounded good. Now I, I can't kill a spider even. And I surely cannot pick up an M16. And okay. Just, you know, if you, if you skip on the draft, you could end up running for the president of the United States a couple of years. 20 years later, oh, 30 years snap. later. Oh, shoot. Did I just go political? <laughs> and Did I you think, just get political? <laughs> I think it's also really difficult because there's no way to prove it. For mm. example, let's say that a war erupted and the enemy's gun was pointing towards our family or our friends. Yes. Would mm-hmm. this person just settle things peacefully or would they fight back? Like, you can't ever yeah. put that person in that situation to verify, I'm, oh, you are Jehovah's Witness. Okay. so That's interesting. All right, let's um, hear what some actual people out there had to say in another set We're actual of people. Robo- <laughs> <laughs> actual Korean people out there, listeners, what they had to say in another robo-read of our social media elements. Roll them. But then everyone can say they are conscientious objectors and not serve at the military. I don't know what they've got planned for alternative services, but I feel like the duration should be twice as long. Alternative civilian service is not a means of avoiding the obligations of the defense. The United Nations Human Rights Committee has also advised on alternative service and conscientious objection recognized South Korea introduced. So there you go. You've got a couple of uh, perspectives there. A couple of accents. Yeah. I don't know where those came from. I bet the Korean who wrote that comment was like, oh, that's such an interesting accent. For <laughs> the first one sounded like somebody in the military. He was like, conscientious objectors. And we will fight until the end yeah. where we don't fight. But Wait. it raised a, what's an interesting point in terms of content uh, that there is international precedent for this. There's mm-hmm. some UN activity supporting this. And uh, other countries do have sort of a an escape valve, as it were, for true conscientious yeah. objectors. Again, Korea's situation, though, is so specific. I, I think there's a, actually a certain amount of... I'm very in favor of this law because there's a certain amount of self-policing that happens in Korea. If you're truly a conscious objector and you're a Jainist and you know, people will recognize that. But Korean men are very judgmental of other Koreans who don't serve in the military. Sure. So if you're someone who got out because you pretended, yep. you will suffer the consequences anyway. Yeah. So I'm, a, mm. I'm, you know... It, what goes around comes around. So you're going to be branded as a draft dodger, and even though they complain about it, even though men don't like the idea of going into the military, it is an important social glue, I think, mm-hmm. among uh, men to yeah. go in the military, serve yeah. together. It's kind of very respectful because it shows that it's the people who don't want to go, but they still stick to it, it. because they, in the end, they do think about. Yep. And ultimately, they learn some skills that they carry forward in Mm -hmm. in their regular lives. So I don't think we're talking about huge numbers of Koreans that are looking for hacks to avoid military service. I do think this whole conscientious (laughs) objective thing will will stay uh, related to a narrow group of people. Mm -hmm. 
Let's move on to our next thing. Oh, um, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I mentioned this, this a bit earlier this. in the week. Uh, our friends down in Pyeongchang are going to be hosting the 2018 Which Winter Olympics. Which is good. That is great. Great news. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's going to be exciting. Uh, and, you know, they want to get the rest of the world excited about it, too. So they have, you know, and it, when when government bureaucrats start uh, putting together videos, you know they're always gold. Oh, the best. They're fantastic. I, I sit Puddle down and just, I YouTube binge it. the heck out of it. <laughs> just watch them for hours on KTO, end. man. I don't need, don't <laughs> stay away from your MTV and all that other stuff. I'm going to watch the KTO and the Olympics Committee. Best places to keep your passport. Please sign me up. I'll watch that for an hour. <laughs> so in this case, we've got the Pyeongchang. Uh, I don't know exactly. I think it's the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Tourism, is it? Cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they seem to be the ones behind this particular video. But uh, a video, I think it emerged maybe about a month ago, but mm-hmm. only now is it starting to get some real traction and buzz. Yes. It's uh, Hyorin. Mm-hmm. Of the, are you familiar with the group Sister? Yes. And Hyorin? Yes. You knew better than I because I just discovered her this week. Hi. This video. <gasps> I'm not my my been? K-pop chops are not so are not so good. K-pop chops just just look at look at a makeup store. Yeah. On, and it's like, oh, that's she's I don't think Kurt wants to look at the makeup store. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she's the the front person on this. She's yeah. the the main talent, and they're pulling into Pyeongchang. You've seen the video, Ju, right? Yes, Alex just showed me. Showed you. Just uh, yeah. a while ago. It's, it's really um, I bl- saw. Yeah. Saw. It's an I saw. She's, pull- <sighs> She's she, pulling into uh, Pyeongchang yeah. in her car, and it's kind of loosely modeled on a B-movie zombie flick. In, in, other, okay. in other words, right. instead of everybody being zombies, they're catching what the video calls CSM virus. Can't stop moving virus. Oh, right, right, yeah. oh, right. Okay. okay. And as a result, every possible sector of society gets up and hmm. does cheesy dances. And, but and the related the dances kind of look like they're part of the Winter Olympics moves, if you right. will. They're sort yep. of like so skiers or if you're the um the f- short track skaters, you know, they kind of go <laughs> left, right, left, right. I, and yeah. I also think it's pretty bad to use that zombie theme cuz it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit grim, isn't it? Cuz that was used yeah. for epidemics. But it's happy. Yeah. So yeah. is it is happy. it really happy? contagious? Everybody's catching it. Well, there's what was that LMFAO? They had uh party rocking and they everybody was catching the the party rocking virus, right? It's true. They, that was done pretty well actually now that I think. But it was an original at the time and yes. it was at that moment of our pop culture, that was a funny idea. Yeah, and the weather itself—it was summer, and this is a winter Olympics. Oh yeah, that was the that was to me the most That's shocking <laughs> overlook. Like, oh well, we need to save money and time, so let's just do it in the summer. It just looked like everyone was just <laughs> yeah. Because so, I didn't even think of that. There's like, no winter. Yeah, they have like some snow blowing. It's beautiful. Fake it would snow. be beautiful. In, everyone's wearing like summer clothes. No, that it, that would be perfect. Actually, it's, they should have filmed this thing in the mountains in I, the yeah. snow. I think they will again once because this backlash is pretty strong. But to me, like I was thinking, man, Pyeongchang is going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing yeah. in the winter with the snow and the mountains and the trees sticking out. And I now think it's the like, scenery might have actually worked better. Oh, yeah. Well, just so people don't get the impression, if, if you're just coming to this topic of the Hyorin Pyeongchang video for the first time, this is not just three snarky people in a studio oh, criticizing yeah, I have numbers. It. What, give me some numbers. So I, I'm literally pulling it up right now, hoping my sound is off my phone. It's 936 dislikes. 
or likes, sorry, 936 likes on YouTube to 34,000 <laughs> dislikes. This is, these are numbers that are reserved for racists and people who like make fun of other people. Like those numbers usually don't happen. That's right. I think people are more angry because they spent so much money on this. Mm-hmm. And What'd they spend on this again? Two two hundred forty thousand U.S. dollars. Ooh, we. That's such. I'd have done that for you for a third of that price. Oh, I can't, oh, I'm looking through the comments right now. I can't even read these on air. They're pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I yeah. feel like it was a shabby version of size. It was. It, that was their attempt. They were they were, were yeah. kind of going for that, weren't it's they? It's like, hey, this is a funny cheesy dance we all can do. And maybe everyone will catch on to it, but it, no. I feel like if they focus more on the theme and the rule-like aspects, very nature-side and stuff like that, it might have worked mm-hmm. better, maybe right. on Pyeongchang's culture and stuff like that. It's one of the chief criticisms of the video uh, that's crossing is that even though it cost $240,000 to make, it kind of looks cheap. It looks like a B-movie. It, it, it was done with proper equipment let's put it that way but it looked like i could have done it on my smartphone i think it was really expensive because they had to recruit so many celebrities there were a lot of celebrities in there and i feel Uh, like i think so and i feel like it was unnecessary you don't need i mean you do need certain celebrities to kind of promote this event but you don't need hordes of celebrities coming out at the same time Mm -hmm. it's unnecessary Ah, see i don't uh, i don't have the eye to recognize all the celebrities (laughs) in there so they must have all taken their cut of that there were a lot of i don't want to call them a-listers but they're not b-list like sort of pretty famous celebrities comedians yeah and then hyodin of course was the the a-list yeah um but they another criticism was just that it was compared to a certain Olympics that are happening in 2020. That was their promotional videos are great. Yeah, they're really nice. And and of course, like there's criticism, like oh well, they're using their own country's um, memes, kind of memes. cultural. Mm. But Korea can, uh, yeah, it, it's just a disappointment in comparison to a lot of things about what Korea can do. I think I think that for me, especially as someone who's an outsider, so I'm not exactly a, a part of the culture, but it's kind of like. I'm criticizing because you can do so much better. Like I want, I want this to be so successful. Especially and, when you're throwing uh, that much money at it. I yeah, know. I feel like it could be a lot more creative, and that's some of the things. I know this is kind of off topic, but that's some of the things that I feel like Korea could really do well on. Like we, you know, that we also have. This is kind of off topic, but we also have festivals like the day where we eat red bean soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like our day, yep. but we celebrate Halloween more. And I feel like you could kind of theme the idea to make everyone mm. participate and join but because no one's really coming up with a creative idea to promote that yeah everyone's just okay kind of piggybacking yeah. on to better promoted mm-hmm. traditions rather yes. than devoting some better promotion yeah. to your own traditions mm. this fits into a pattern of you know when when the government tries to promote korea in one way or another uh Perhaps we are hypercritical. I don't know, but like things like "I sold you," uh, I was very. What did critical. you say? I, I sold sh- you. I, th- I thought you said oh. I saw you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sold you. I yeah. dot sold dot you. Yes. I was pretty critical when that came out. I was like, oh god, that's a groaner. Yeah. I'm getting used to I'm it. I'm getting used to it. But this is <laughs> not this night. It's not the same. <laughs> I saw you. I think was accidentally a good, an okay idea because visually it looks kind of cool, and then yeah. you can swap in things like a, it's kind of like, and it's also me and you, like yes. it's I, you, souls soul. in between us. That's like it. I get it, 
and so I'm getting used to it. And these things often are directed at uh, areas where English is not the dominant language. Right. And so I told you, anybody anywhere can kind of latch on to that, right? Mm. Uh, then there are other things. Um, you know, there was a video for food. The, they had the Wonder Girls, and it was a, called a K-Food Party to mm. promote... Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to get on my internet. Yeah, if you want to check this. that, that's another. I, I have to say, that's kind of a groaner. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a K food party. You know. Oh no! Oh, they made it into a song. <laughs> oh, it's a no. song. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, and then they had this this promo for uh, you know healthy apples oh and uh, beautiful strawberries. <laughs> and, and I was beautiful. in Thailand, and I saw some of this, oh, and I said, goodness. "Oh, wait a minute, this." This makes sense. It's easy. The language is easy. The uh, concepts are simple. It's visual. Yeah. And maybe I was overthinking it. Uh, so maybe they have uh, kind of a, um, a different mentality. I'll even give it that one. Mm. I'm not going to give it this one yet. And then on this one, like you said, they're, they're trying to benchmark Kangnam yeah. style. Let's make a goofy dance. Mm. Let's be self-effacing and um, not care yeah. about how we look. And let's be a little fair. It was directed at a... I mean, it failed here, but it was directed at a Korean audience. The title on YouTube is in Korean, so it's not easily searchable. Clearly, they were going to the Korean audience, which I don't know what they were doing, but it wasn't to us, if you will, as foreigners. If, if you like, yeah. It's, it's, the title is Arari Yo, which they've got in uh, English, in Roman alphabet, as right. Arari, Yo. Oh gosh! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, uh, I think I just threw it, up in my mouth. But I feel <laughs> it's a riff on Arirang. I mean, clearly the melody yeah, is yeah, a riff on Arirang. Yeah. But yeah. I feel so frustrated at how much costs are incurred like this because you also I don't know if you've seen it, but in Coex, you, have you seen the Golden Hand of Sai? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I just feel like the disembodied it, forearms of Sai doing his horsey <laughs> dance. Is that really tourism promoting? I don't know. I. <sighs> I don't think so. I think, I, you know, and again, we're not the target audience. I yeah. say no and I roll my eyes, but uh, I think five, it, five million Chinese people disagree. You know what? They beg that, to differ. That stage in Kangnam, I, I really don't like it, but it's a place for everyone to take photos and remember that they went you to Kangnam. You mean the hand? No, no, and there's a stage in Kangnam, Yok. Ah, oh, right, right. I've seen that too. I've so, seen like, that as well. Sometimes when I think it is, it's kind of goofy, like, it is a place to take a photo and remember that you were here. And so rather than taking a photo in front of a Kangnam building that's gray, you can now do it on the... So some stuff that I I don't like is okay, in a way, for tourism. So it's hard. Jay Haney, Kakao's in. He says, good points made, concur. I don't know which which he he concurs. Probably mine. Probably mine. Mine. All mine. (laughs) All yours. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. So there we go. <laughs> how would you uh, improve this? Uh, what, 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 how would you promote Korea look, and or Pyeongchang? What would you seize upon? Look, I, I they they checked all the boxes. Like they got K-pop stars. I think they should use K-pop. I think they should use dancing. I think they should use Pyeongchang. Maybe change the weather. Uh, I change the weather and <laughs> get younger people making top-down decisions. And I think that's kind of something that's. I think I they should show more sports side to it instead right, of right. just dancing and celebrities. We've got an interesting text message that has Ooh. just come in uh, from uh, just a, a number. I, I'm afraid I don't know the name, but the person says they should bring back Hodori, you know, the tiger mascot ah. from yeah. the 1988 uh, summer games. Put him on skis or on the ice for a promotional that's ad. A, that's great a pretty idea. Good that's, a, idea. that's got some legs. That's a timeless figure. And, that's huh. and it also gives you a sense of, oh, that is the mascot. That is the sort of Olympic mascot. And, and of Korea. this is actually really good for Korea too, because in a way, it shows a look how far we've come kind of mentality. Like we're still the same people, yet we've now because you know that's the beginning of their democracy. 
democratization, and now yes. look how far they've come. Mm. In now, a way, Hodori can skate. Hodori can. But it binds it together, though. It's kind of like a nice. It, it does give you a nice feel-good thing. We all, all of us, were like, oh, what wonderful symmetry too. Eighty-eight. 18 you know oh my goodness you know, you've got, uh, that's 40 years do how i have m- that right yeah. how much do how much so. do we charge for this idea oh no it's their idea sorry thank it's you their it's their idea it's, it's the thank you for, for licensing it to tbs <laughs> efm we are going to produce the hodori promotional but that, that that would be an excellent idea to get is there a mascot for these pyeongchang games yes i think so what I is think it there's the, the oh it's very memorable do i you, think it do was, you know what it is i think it was <laughs> wait wait let me think i think, it, I think the there was, it was a black bear it's i remember there was one black bear with a White uh, hat. Get Hodori. Yep, get there him back. Okay. He doesn't appear in this uh, Hyorin video. I, I think they would have wanted to put the mascot in there somewhere, does he? I guess. I Maybe they're so. trolling us. But Maybe then, it's coming. Maybe it's coming. No, 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 no. It, Maybe it, in the fall, in the su- in the winter they're going to release like. Just Maybe Hyorin is going to come just, out with her sincere. But to apology. be honest, I know that this is kind <laughs> quite shameful, but I'm really not familiar with Soul's mascot either. Do you know that yellow? Uh, that. It's not a real existing animal, right? It's like no, a, no, no. It's a fictional a- right, right. animal, but it's really hard to get attached to it. It just doesn't look very yeah. friendly. D- does he have a name? Y- yes, which I can't remember now. It's, it's like I Bur- wish someone would bail mm. me out on Twitter. But yeah, Brian. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff the mascot. Uh, yeah. Um, well. I think that uh, we've probably reached the end of our uh, gentle critique of the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics video. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is, it is good fun. Uh, guys, once again, you have found interesting topics on the web, and I'm very grateful. Well, let's do this again next Friday. Kurt would love to. I'd love to, too. Thank you, Alex and Ju. That's our show for today. Koreascape is produced by Oh Jang Sop with associate production from Jamie Lee. Nikki Kim is our writer, and I'm Kurt Asian. Follow us on Facebook or on Twitter at Koreascape is the handle. We're back with tomorrow's special weekend edition, of course. And if you're in Seoul, this, that, and Amy is up next. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>